Hello, and thanks for listening to a podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox. I can be found on LinkedIn. And for those of you who have some questions, just curious about what I look like, etc., please check me out. Also, you can check us out on our website at touchstonefinancialeducation.com. And as I've said in previous podcasts, especially recently, we've done a lot of work to update the website. And so it's much more interactive. I've listed all the podcasts in order on the site, actually in reverse order from the most recent to the oldest. And if you have any questions, comments, would like to learn something, I've also added a section that will allow you to reach out and say what you're interested in. So please check out the new website. We had a good time putting it together and it's a constant work in progress and with your help we would like to make it better. So for those of you who've already taken a look, thank you very much. And to my regular listeners, thanks a lot. To my international listeners, now that list is really growing. I truly appreciate it. The Netherlands, Spain, Italy, and that's just to name a few. So thanks a lot. Anyway, Today, it's going to be about stocks. Now, the last few podcasts, we ventured into the bond side of the capital markets. Now, remember, the capital markets are split in two. There is the equity side or the stock side, and there is the bond side or the debt side of the market. And that was very important because we are in the midst of interest rate hikes. So I wanted to describe a little bit about what the Fed was doing and how it impacts our day-to-day lives not just as investors, but also consumers. So we ran through bonds, we ran through notes, and bills, and interest rates, and yield, etc. So if you're truly interested, you're a first-time listener, please see the previous three or four podcasts. I do go into some detail, of course, there's much more, but it's a great start uh, and a segue into learning about the debt side of the market if you're looking to be a bond investor. Now, On to today. We are going back to stocks and we'll probably be on this side of the capital markets for quite a long time. So let's uh, get ready and buckle in here, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so stocks today. All right. Um, I'm going to start with my last comment about the Federal Reserve. Now, um, this past week, which was Thanksgiving, so it was a shortened trading week, the Federal Reserve released what are called Fed notes or their notes from the previous meeting on interest rates all right and what we've seen is that out of all the governors many of them are now in agreement that it is time to slow down the interest rate hikes which as we've said in previous podcasts means that the markets will most likely uh, go up it's of course still extremely volatile there's another meeting on december 14th and 15th and they will release their interest rate decision uh, after the meeting on the 15th and of course there's a press conference but it looks like the expectation is that they will yes raise rates but not as aggressively as they have been in the past or put it another way they are acknowledging that the interest rate hikes have been working which is what the stock market has been waiting for and that's why i thought it was a good time to get back to those markets now What does that mean for your accounts? I'm going to start with the retirement accounts. And again, for those of you who have been listening, please, you know, reference the asset allocation as well as fundamental analysis, etc. Those podcasts. But I'll tell you, in your retirement account, here's how all of this information impacts your, your retirement account. It really doesn't matter. 
if you have 10, 20 years to go to retirement, okay? What we need to do as investors in our retirement accounts is stick to an asset allocation model that is age appropriate. Now, of course, you can tweak that based on your risk tolerance. And by age appropriate, what I mean is the further away from retirement, the more aggressive you can be. And for many of you who have 401k plans or simple IRAs, or if you're self-employed, your SEP IRA, you might be using those target date or retirement date funds. Great. Guess what? That sets the asset allocation for you automatically, and over time, they slowly become more conservative. For those of you who are a little older and you're looking at retiring in, let's say, 10 years, of course, those funds, if you're using those funds, they will not be as aggressive by design. So when I say asset allocation that's appropriate for your age, that's exactly what I mean. And what's going on currently in the market and has been going on since last November with all the volatility and such, if you are appropriately allocated, excuse me, you don't need to do too much here, okay? Just let it ride. I know it's ugly. I know you don't like opening those statements, but I commend those of you who do and take a look, but really no changes need to be made. Now, for those of you who are using separate funds to achieve an asset allocation, you might want to start taking a look at where you want to be going forward. So for example, if you were tech heavy in the last 12 to 24 months, given the problems that's going on in the tech sector with layoffs and other things, there might be a long haul before they uh, turn around. By they, I mean these stocks. So it might be time to take a look at the amount you have, meaning the percentage of perhaps more aggressive investments in your portfolio. And I'm only talking about retirement now, not taxable yet. Okay. Um, most people don't use these type of funds, whether they be sector funds, right, that are extremely aggressive. But for those of you that are doing that, all right, just be aware it might be time to go ahead and take a look and evaluate if you need to make some changes to make it more appropriate for where you are in your career, etc. All right. Now, on to the taxable side. This is kind of the this is a little more complicated and also a little more fun in that given where the markets have been in negative territory for the last 12 almost 13 months, if you've got some positions that you think are not performing and might not perform, especially individual stocks, this is the time we take a look and see if we buy more, sell them, or hold them. And the next podcast I get into will be more specific on that front, but I also want to reference previous podcasts where I do discuss asset allocation. And again, it's on the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. All right. And so with our taxable accounts, Many times we are a little more free with our asset allocation or we pursue opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't in our retirement accounts. Nothing wrong with that, just that the market's been down. As a matter of fact, I'm of the opinion that pursuing opportunities in taxable accounts is a great idea to grow wealth to help you achieve goals that you're going to have before 59 and a half. All right. And many people will use sector funds, and that's just a fund that invests in a narrow band of the stock market, like a tech fund, a fintech fund, energy, biotech, whatever the case may be, whatever piques your interest that you've seen out there that presents opportunity, you know, you might have gone for it, it might not have worked out so well the previous 12 months, but going forward, there might be a turnaround here as the Fed 
is looking to slow down those interest rate hikes. Again, I'm going to reference those Fed notes from the previous week and the meeting coming up on the 14th and 15th. So those of you that are a little more aggressive in the market, take a look. There might be some opportunities being presented, even with things in your portfolio that haven't done well in this last year. All right. I got to say this, though. Tech is going to have a hard go of it, if that's what you think I'm referencing. Not necessarily. There are other industries that are moving, like industrials, like biotech. Okay, so this, if we are returning to a bull run, it's going to start in kind of um, a little more volatility than we're used to. That's the way they tend to look. Same thing happened in 09-2010 when the RAN began. Also, after the tech bubble burst, that kind of, that, that bull run started uh, with fits and starts as well. So just be aware for those of you who are more aggressive, who are pursuing opportunity with your taxable accounts, we might be looking at some really good deals. And yes, there are some good deals in tech. It just might take a while to come to fruition. That's all. And, you know, I'm saying all this to kind of wrap it in a nice bow of rebalancing. This is the fourth quarter. And traditionally, the asset allocation you know, our winners, our losers, are we going to buy, sell, or hold more, especially for individual stocks? Basically, that comes under the umbrella of rebalancing. And I know if you've been actively watching your retirement as well as taxable accounts, you've probably seen notes from your platform or from other um, services that you subscribe to, like a Seeking Alpha or a Motley Fool. This is traditionally the rebalancing time of year. But here's the thing that's changed, and I'm going to say this. In the last 10 years, a lot of these platforms are really good at allowing for automatic rebalancing. So where we used to have to do this manually, you don't have to do anything at all if you don't want to, all right? Especially for those of you who are using things like robo-advisory components. Robo-advisory, if you don't know, is just where the algorithm picks investments for you. When you sign up, you can choose how often you'd like to have your portfolio rebalanced if you think it is necessary, okay? But again, there isn't going to be a lot of rebalancing this year, not just because of the performance of the markets over the last 12 to 13 months, but the way many of us invest using funds, whether they be broad-based funds like index funds or sector funds, as I had mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of that's kind of baked into the cake, so to speak. Meaning, you know, if we've got a good asset allocation and you're not overweight in one sector or another just go ahead and let it ride and overweight means that hey i've got too much technology or i've got too many stocks in energy or precious metals whatever most of us aren't investors like that therefore rebalancing isn't quite necessary on a um, year-to-year basis like it used to be you know take a look every couple of years okay and also in the asset allocation podcast that i did a couple months ago, I also mentioned this as well. Rebalancing is good. Yes, is it necessary? Not as often as it used to be. All right. And for those of us using RoboAdvisor, guess what? That's done for you. If you have a financial advisor, for the most part, that gets done for you as well. But most financial advisors these days don't necessarily rebalance on an annual basis anymore either. All right. So when we're taking a look at the market, Back on the stock side of the market, we're forgetting those bonds. Please take a look at that Fed meeting or the notes from the next Fed meeting. All right, that's going to be key. We might have some opportunities here presented to us as a result of them slowing down the rate hikes. All right, 
And I like to see people start again in retirement with the appropriate asset allocation on the taxable side. If you're going to pursue opportunity, start hunting for those opportunities now, not just in the traditional growth components of the market like technology. Take a look at energy. Take a look at industrials. Take a look at biotechnology. Take a look at financial technology. Because if the market does turn around sooner than later, and it is a broad-based rally, we want to make sure we are spreading our risk. For those of you who are more index fund investors as opposed to sector fund investors, as opposed to individual stock investors, you know what? You're just going to go ahead and let it ride. Because if you're using total stock market funds or index funds like an S&P 500 index fund or the triple Q's, which is the NASDAQ 100, which is another and more aggressive index, by the way, than the S&P 500, you know, you're just going to go ahead and let it ride, maybe add some more money to your positions when the time comes. So we want to watch out for that Fed meeting. We want to take a look at our asset allocation, not just in our retirement accounts, but how we're investing in the taxable accounts. This is traditionally the time for that rebalancing, like I said but it isn't necessary. But I'll tell you, me personally, I like this time of year to pursue opportunities for first quarter or first half of the next year. Going into 23, after where we've been, there is some talk about some nice deals being had. So please keep your eye out. And that's really it today, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to kind of keep this short. I recorded this one sooner than I usually do after the last one. I wanted to get something out there before the Fed meeting in a couple of weeks. All right. And please take a look at the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. And I say that to say, you know, please leave me some comments. If there's anything that you would like to hear or have me discuss or have questions, by all means, reach out. And the podcast itself, I use Podbean as the platform. You know, you can go to Podbean and, you know, like and follow and leave a comment there as well. But that website is much more interactive and I'm going to be adding market updates to the website as well so you could check in between podcasts to see what I'm thinking that's going on in the marketplace and I hope you value my opinion I enjoy putting these podcasts out for you guys and also we are adding classes at some point as well as individual consultations if that's something that you would be interested in as well all right so enough of the shameless plug I hope you guys enjoyed today Please reference the previous three podcasts for the debt side of the market. We are back to stocks now. And for those of you who are interested in some of the things that I've done on stocks who've never listened before, I've gone into fundamental analysis, technical analysis, a little bit, um, as well as kind of a, a macro overview of how the stock market works. So thanks once again. I know this is a little short, but again, Thank you for listening. I do appreciate all of my listeners, domestic and abroad. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to follow this one up with a little more detail on stock investing through sectors. And I'm going to circle back to fundamental analysis as the markets might be presenting some good opportunities here going into the first quarter of next year. Thanks a lot, you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.